Welcome to Health Rants. Join us and learn how not to let healthcare rip you off or kill you. Together, we will explore the secrets of healthcare and give you insight on how to make a better and informed decision about your health and your healthcare. I'm Dr. Bob Braille. I'm a chiropractor for over 40 years, and I've seen it and heard it all. So welcome to our podcast, Health Rants. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Braille, and welcome to this episode of uh, Health Rants. Today, I want to talk about something that uh, has been bothering me, obviously, if it's a rant. Um, I want to talk about something called the crazies. Now, I'm not talking about a television show, movie, or anything like that. I want to talk about the crazies in healthcare that hurt our message. And by our message, I mean the well-educated um, objectors to medical procedures and medical practice and the forcing of medical stuff on us. And to get a little more specific, the one topic I can choose, although there's several of them within this realm, uh, would be vaccinations. Uh, I am, uh, for lack of a better term, an anti-vaxxer uh, for myself. I believe other people should make their own choices. I don't force that on them. But here's the issue that it runs into. The minute I say that, I get lumped in with the crazies when it comes to vaccinations. The ones who think that the COVID vaccine had nanites in it. The ones who talk about some conspiracy. The ones who talk about you know how people are just dropping dead, period, all over the place. You know, I, I have my opposition uh, to vaccines in, in three different categories. I have a philosophical one. I have a faith-based one. But I do have a scientific one. And from the research and information that I have done, I objectively object <laughs> to vaccinations for myself. I've not done any in my adult life. I've not done the COVID one. That doesn't mean other people shouldn't. It means that for me, it's not the thing to do. And if other people want to do what I do, learn the information that I learned. Don't do it on some emotional whim or some certainly not on a political uh, spree. I'm a member of this party or that party. Therefore, I don't do this in healthcare. That to me is crazy. And also, there are a lot of folks out there who are the crazies, who have no real reason for what they're doing relative to healthcare decisions they're just out there ranting about it and how it's a terrible thing and it's the government trying to be socialistic or whatever. And, and that pro the problem I have with those arguments is not the argument unto themselves, except that it turns off people who are rational, who might make the decision not to use the medical procedures the way they've been forced on them, not to use certain types of, uh, of medications because they're told they have to or should. You know, that's the problem, is that we have a tendency to try to, you know, be objectively opposed to something, but get lumped in with the crazies, the ones who also bark at the moon. You know, I'm only using a figure to bark at the moon and say all kinds of other crazy things about what's going on in government or what's going on in politics or what's going on in uh, business realm or what's going on in society and it's all fake or whatever. You know, those types of things, when we get lumped into that, when those of us who are educated objectors, and that's a nice term to use for us, decide that we don't agree with something, we get lumped in with the crazies. And then we get dismissed just as easily. I'll give you a good example. 
Um, on the vaccination front, there is an organization called the National Vaccine Information Center, NVIC.org. Now, these are very rational people. Uh, the founder or co-founder, Barbara Fisher, um, is a very rational individual. The information that you get on their website, nvic.org, is very informationally rational. It has a lot of different backing from different science uh, and different people who, a lot of good data and information, not the crazies, you know. However, they get lumped in with those who are out there ranting and raving about crazy stuff and linking it to them, and that's not who they are. In fact, they had a pretty recent uh, fight just to stay on social media and stay on the internet during this COVID thing because everybody who spoke out against it was locked in with the crazies, said that you're definitely off the wall, you're endangering people, and you shouldn't have the right to say anything, which definitely is an anti-free speech and, you know, First Amendment deal. But, you know, the problem is the crazies have the same right to speak as, as those of us who are educated objectors. And, you know, the problem is the public reception of it changes. My critical arguments on a lot of different aspects in healthcare get rejected because I get lumped in with those who just have crazy arguments. You know what I mean? Uh, like this is all a big conspiracy and they know they're killing people. That's not true. You know, I believe the people in the health profession, even people creating vaccines, believe in what they're doing. I disagree with their science. I disagree with the interpretation of their science that they've done. Uh, I believe it's a little bit, yes, there's a profit more motivation there. Um, but I don't believe it's totally, you know, absorbed where they don't believe in what they're doing. I just believe what they're doing is not right, you know? And I have my information and my understanding of that, uh, both on a scientific and, as I said, philosophical and faith-based basis, you know, to be opposed to that. But that's not, you know, that rational argument, that objective argument I have should not be lumped in with those who have no rational argument for the being opposition or because you're for it, I'm against it. That's a silly argument. You know, because one group is for it, I'm against it. That, that's like weird. You know, I never, you know, in politics, I never really voted that way. I always voted for individuals and where they stood. Not, I was, I'm an independent, for those who don't know. And I don't vote party lines because I believe in one party over another. There's good and bad and everything. There's things I agree with, things I don't agree with, and everything. You know, um, I'm a little upset with the extremes on both ends of the spectrum today in politics. And I'm kind of a centrist relative to that, but I have my belief systems, and especially being in chiropractic, my belief systems about when you do medications, when necessary, et cetera, when you might need surgeries, you know. And to give you a little self-history here on me and my things, you know, both of my daughters were adopted, and when we were in the program for adoption, we did it through our 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 county and our state. Um, the social worker working with us kind of knew I was a chiropractor and kind of asked, you know, there are some chiropractors who don't believe in medication under any circumstances. But for, first of all, I don't know any of those. <laughs> and I don't know that they really exist, but that's a, a perception she had that there were, and there probably are some, and 
some crazies in my profession that I'll die before I, you know, do any any medications whatsoever. Well, up to that point in my adult life, I had not done any medications. I would not had any uh, direct need for it. Um, so I haven't done any. Now, you know, so I just said to her when she was asking the question, I said, look, I am not at all or none of anything, but I may draw the line about when it's necessary further than a lot of other people would because of my understanding and my belief, which is based on science in this case. And she said, great. That was the answer she was kind of looking for because she wanted to make sure I wasn't a crazy, okay? And I'm not. I'm rational with my decisions, you know? Now, uh, did I ever take medication? I actually, my hip joints degenerated to the point where they, I was bone on bone and couldn't walk. Um, even being under chiropractic care, just a combination of genetics, sports, and heredity, you know, uh, thanks, Mom. Um you know, got to the point when I was watching the x-rays over years to where the bones were touching and I couldn't walk anymore. All right, time for time for surgery. Well, you know what? After surgery, there's going to be some medication necessary uh, for about a week. You know, I was even resistant to taking pain medication till the surgeon informed me that wound pain, because I wasn't taking medication prior to the surgery. And I said, well, doc, I've been under a lot of pain. I don't well, you know, I haven't taken anything, you know, well, I need it after. And he looked at me and calmly said, wound pain is different. <laughs> the pain you'll have from surgery, from the wound that we will create is different. He was right. I took medication for a week, <laughs> okay? Not all the stuff they wanted to give me. I was not touching the opioids and stuff. I did the minimals. But, yeah, I kind of needed that in order to be able to fall asleep, all righty? Because otherwise the pain would have been fairly significant. It was at times. Uh but as short a period of time as I could with the least amount I could. So, yeah, there was a need for it. My children, uh, I had a one of two occasions, I can think when they had an anaphylactic response to something, a bee sting or something, hey, it's an emergency, they got something. They went to the ER and they got something. Shy of that, I wasn't somebody who just handed out medication every time there was a sniffle or cough or a fever. In fact, I resisted that always for myself, my kids, and even the grandkids at this point. But... You know, I didn't want to be lumped in with the crazies. And I'm not saying those who are faith-based who make that decision purely based on their religious uh, situation. Those are not crazy. They're making a faith-based decision based upon their utter faith beliefs. Great. The, nobody should try to convince them otherwise. Although in certain states, I believe California, they made it where you couldn't use that in an exemption reason. That's, uh, to me, that's just unconstitutional. But for a different discussion and a different rant. But the, there are those out there in healthcare who are absolutely touting, and some of them are for profit basis. Oh, you take this and you're cured. Well, great. I don't believe in taking anything. So I don't care if it's a natural and came from the bottom of a sea from a clam that's only available in New Zealand or some nonsense like that. You know, that's, how natural could that be? When, when are the population going to get clams in New Zealand? I don't know what that's about. But uh, I saw that on TV the other day, something about that, an oyster or a clam in New Zealand or something like that. Who knows what it was. But if you've got to go to a rainforest, climb a tall tree, and come up with something that's a natural medication, well, great. It ain't natural because you weren't supposed to be taking it, you know, unless you lived in that rainforest and ate parts of those trees naturally. That's not for you. And it's also not natural. But, you know, there are people ranting and raving, oh, this is the greatest thing, you got to do this, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know what? That, that, to me, is a little bit on the crazy side. Uh, 
And there's a profit motive there, so I don't know how you know really valid it is anyway. But I don't want to be linked with that. I don't want to be linked with the off-the-wall, what's new today, in my opinion, in many cases crazy, when I'm trying to push and promote something and educate people on something that is so solid, you know, in the profession of chiropractic, the restoration of nerve system function by the removal of interference from things called subluxations, and I've done podcasts on that before, that, you know, I don't want to be lumped in with people who are fringe. I don't want to be, in fact, you know, I politically avoided fringe. I healthcare avoid fringe. But because my views are different than mainstream allopathic, mainstream medicine, I get lumped in with that. I get considered fringe. I get considered, you know, by many authorities to be, you know, the crazies. And I'm not. And that's why I object to the crazies under many circumstances, even if their opinion about what to do is similar to mine. Their reasoning behind it is so unsound that it makes me sound bad. Okay, and I give you a different political uh, reason here. Something I was involved with that you know most of the public won't understand, but I testified in front of the U.S. Department of Education's committee regarding chiropractic education years ago. Um, I flew up to Washington. I was testifying on behalf of the International Chiropractors Association, of which I was either on the board or president at the time. And I was testifying about there was a certain aspect of chiropractic education where a chiropractic course did not have to be taught by a chiropractor. It could be taught by anybody in the manipulation field. And I felt that that was inadequate because a chiropractor should have been teaching, it should have been required that a chiropractor be teaching the chiropractic adjustments aspect of a curriculum in a chiropractic college. Um, in other parts of the educational process, anatomy has to be taught by somebody with a degree in anatomy. Uh, physiology, physiology has to be taught by someone with a degree in physiology, although that wasn't always the case. Years ago, chiropractors could teach those courses. But in today's accreditation process, you have to have a degree in that but it wasn't a requirement to have a degree in chiropractic adjusting to be a chiropractor to teach chiropractic adjusting techniques. And I thought that was a, a problem. So I went up to Washington and I was testifying in front of this group of lay people who were on the uh, a certain committee within the U.S. Department of Education. And someone testified right after me that was ranting and raving about the conspiracy of this group and how they were just trying to drive a medical agenda and they were all working for the drug companies and all this bunch of stuff that really wasn't true. Um, but his argument was so crazy that it became difficult for them to even listen to my rational arguments relative to what I was saying. We did not win the day. The group did not make recommendations that, hey, you know what, that sounds sound. You need to have a chiropractor teaching chiropractic adjusting techniques. Because of the crazies that were in there that did these unrational arguments about some unknown conspiracy by the drug companies infiltrating chiropractic, which wasn't true, by the way. You know, the drug companies don't like us, that's true, but, they, they, you know, we're such a small fly in their ointment that they don't care about us that much. They got their own stuff to do. They spend a whole lot more money than we have as a profession. So they're not worried about us, to be honest. You know what I mean? 
Uh, we still have to make large in inputs into that. They'll be worried about us. Right now, they're not. You know, uh, They have the money to actually do worse things than are happening to chiropractic profession. They're not involved in us because they really don't care. They're winning, you know, unfortunately. Um, and if we did more education, it was a different podcast I did for the profession, we would be doing better. But I don't want to be lumped in with the crazies because it takes away from the ability for me to talk to the public about my objective understanding about how health works. Now, as we say in chiropractic, the body is a self-healing organism. That's physiologically correct. You know, there's nothing unusual about that. That's true in all physiology books. The body self-heals. Once it dies, it's not capable of healing. As long as it's alive, it's capable of healing. The entire chiropractic profession is based around the concept, <clears throat> at least in my understanding, based around the concept that if you remove interference from the body's ability to function at its highest level, and in our case, that's the understanding of the nerve system and removing interference from the nerve system in the form of correcting subluxations at a spinal level, that once you remove interference from the body's ability to function at its maximum physiologically, the healing ability of the body itself will function at its maximum and your body will heal itself to the level it's capable of which is far and above what most people believe, understand, or even know it's capable of. Because in a chiropractic office, we see things happen on a regular basis that people say, wow, that should have never happened. Well, yeah, it should have happened. The problem was there was interference to that ability to happen. And we corrected the interference. We didn't heal them of that condition or that problem or that, that terrible thing that they had. What we did is remove the interference from the healing ability they already had within that allowed their body to heal. Now, that sounds like a very rational argument. That's part of what I do in my educational processes with my patients, is I give them a rational understanding that you're a self-healing organism, and if I remove the interference, you function at a higher level, you can heal yourself at a higher level, and an ability you didn't know you had because you were suppressed due to interference in the nerve system, kind of like short circuits in a computer, you know, you heal better. Now, that's a very rational argument. When I present that to people, I get, wow, that's, that makes sense. How come the most common thing I hear is that makes sense, you know? How come nobody told me about it? Well, there were people telling you about it. The problem that I've run into in healthcare is because my view is not aligned with drugs, I get lumped in with the crazies who have crazy views about healthcare and, you know, magical healing powers of this, that, and the other thing. And I'm going to get probably all kinds of people who are upset with me because you mean you, you don't, you shouldn't be taking this, that. No, you know what? You want to take different vitamins, go for it. But I don't believe the healing capacity. Your body heals, not the vitamins. Healing doesn't come from a jar. It doesn't come from the top of a tree in a rainforest or the bottom of the ocean in New Zealand. Healing comes from within. There is a God-given ability you have from the moment you were born until the day you leave, expire. Right? That's always there. The job of any physician, any doctor, a chiropractor, medical doctor, should be to remove the interferences from that a major ability. Not to try to enhance them with things that you don't get anyway, which don't really enhance. Not to try to you know, uh, cover them up with drugs and medications 
but to remove the interference and allow the body to function at a higher level. That's what I'm about as a chiropractor. It's what my whole life has been dedicated to. The problem with me getting that message out there, although we do work on getting it out there to as many people as possible in as large a volume as we can, you know, through all of our online, you know, our website, email newsletters, everything that we do for our patients and our general public. But the problem is, is that we get lumped in, especially in the general press, I would imagine, with the crazies. And so my rant today was about, if you hear somebody ranting off and spouting out about something that just absolutely sounds off the wall, even to me, you know, who's an, uh, you know, an objective uh, observer um, relative to my health decisions, just dismiss that and not the entire concept. You know, if somebody says they're against this and then they go into because of some really ludicrous reason, get rid of the because part and just think about, okay, are there rational decisions against that procedure? Is there rational discussion about why you don't get vaccinated and why you don't? Like I, like I said, I haven't gotten the COVID vaccine. I'm not planning on it. I have a rational understanding of that. I watched the numbers when the vaccine came out and the number of people getting COVID. And I watched the, in fact, I watched the graphs on the U.S. government's website. You know what I mean? And I said, wait, but these numbers don't match up. These vaccines are not causing a decrease in COVID, you know? And of course, the bar changed because it became later on, well, it, it decreases the chance of people dying from COVID. Um, the numbers didn't match that for me either because, you know, most normal viruses decrease in their virulence and their tendency to kill people as they mutate. They become less dangerous as they mutate. More people get it, less people die from it. But you're claiming the vaccine did that. Yep, that's the normal cycle of a virus. So, you know, I had natural, rational arguments. I'm a rational objector. National, rational arguments against that particular procedure, as I do against a lot of procedures in healthcare. I don't want to be lumped in with the crazies, and I really am, it bothers me when they get out there and spout that that nonsense because it hurts my ability to give out a rational argument against something. And in fact, in many cases, it closes the door on that. Social media started closing the door on me saying things that were rational because they had the same opinion as the irrationals, as the crazies. So if you hear something out there, if you're a consumer in healthcare and you hear something out there that sounds crazy, uh, the justification is usually the crazy part, not necessarily what they're against. Seek other information. Don't just dismiss it out of hand and certainly don't just accept that out of hand. Don't accept what I say out of hand. Do a little more informational. You shouldn't accept anything in healthcare out of hand. Oh, because the doctor said so. Don't take that either, you know, uh, or because I saw it, on, certainly not because I saw it on social media. But, you know, because I saw it on television, it was on a newscast. Ah, don't take that either. Read that, listen to that with a grain of salt, you know, from a figurative thing, because I'm not sure salt is so good anyway on that level, but it's not bad, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm against the crazy aspects of healthcare, but that doesn't mean I don't share the opinion that they have, but just not for the same reason. So this rant was about rational approaches to being a conscientious, rational objector to many forms of 
healthcare that are out there without having to be crazy or being lumped in with the crazies. Thank you for listening to this issue of Health Rants. You have been listening to Health Rants. My name is Dr. Bob Braille, and I've been your host. Subscribe to this podcast and join us for future rants on a large variety of subjects related to health and health care. Thank you for listening to Health Rants. Health Rants is sponsored by Braille Chiropractic. Find out more and listen to previous episodes on our website, www.braillechiropractic.com. That's B-R-A-I-L-E chiropractic.com. The opinions on this podcast are meant to encourage discussion on healthcare issues and are not meant as specific medical or healthcare advice. You should only seek health advice from your healthcare professionals. This has been Health Rants.